Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's up, my friend? You are listening to the Chillpreneur Podcast, the number one place for rule-breaking entrepreneurs to learn how to build a standout personal brand and a kick-ass business without having to hustle their life away. Get ready to be inspired, have a laugh, meet some extraordinary guests, and of course, get your excitement high with some epic dancepreneur party vibes. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to another episode of the Chillpreneur Podcast. I want to just quickly introduce what I want to talk about today, but before I get into the actual juice of the episode, I do want to give a little bit of a life update, an update around this podcast and my intentions behind how my content is going to look moving forward, because I know I've been extremely inconsistent with this podcast, but that's going to change. It's going to change. I'm going to promise you it's going to change. Believe me. Today, I want to talk about how I make money doing nothing. Now, obviously, that's a clickbait title because it's clear that I don't do nothing. But this morning, I posted on my Instagram a photo of me frolicking in a field of canola because that's actually how I spent my weekend. And I shared how I was so grateful that I was able to go off and do things like spend time at the farm or spend time doing my hobbies and still have money coming into my business. Now, particularly in this post, I shared, I'm so grateful that I have this business model. I had so many people reach out to me and ask if I would share what this business model actually is. And I want to just clarify that it's not really a business model at all. So this episode is literally going to be me breaking down exactly how I have thousands and thousands of dollars rolling into my bank account, even when I'm not actually working on my business or working in my business. I want to explain to you what it actually means to have passive aspects of your business, as well as what you need to do to build up to the point, because remember, I didn't start this business yesterday, but what you need to do to build up to the point where you can have money rolling in when you're not actually working on your business or trading time for money. So this is going to be a podcast episode, but trust me, it's going to be more like a masterclass because you know me and I'm so happy to give you all of my quote unquote secrets. It's not really a secret, but I'm not trying to hide any information from anyone. I am here to tell you exactly what I've done to get to the point where I can literally go frolic in a field of flowers and still have thousands of dollars roll into my bank account. So that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. But like I said, first of all, I just want to give a little bit of an update on this podcast and where my head's been at in terms of content creation and my YouTube channel and all of those things. So 
I have talked a lot on this podcast about obviously the last couple of years and my creative struggles going through lockdown and all of that fun stuff that happened, all of those life-challenging things that happened to us all. Um, And where I've been when it comes to my YouTube channel and my podcast is, unfortunately, I personally just took a shift into focusing more on Instagram for a while there. The reason being is because, honestly, creating content on Instagram was so, so easy. I found it so easy to make reels. I found it so easy to just show up on stories and go live. And this just really fit where I was at coming out of lockdown like particularly a lot of this year has been trying to make up for lost time. I have been traveling a lot. I have been focusing on going to festivals and parties and going out and spending time with my loved ones, spending time with my family, shopping, doing all the things that I wasn't able to do that honestly fill my cup. Now with that has actually meant that I have diverted my attention away from these longer form pieces of content and I have gone through a season where I've just been focusing on creating and showing up in the way that I found to be super, super simple and easy. Now why I share this piece of information in this way is because I want to share with you that it's okay to go through seasons with your content creation. There was a particular period of time where I was so dedicated to focusing on my YouTube channel. I had a videographer. I was uploading a video every single week that massively grew my audience. Like I'm pretty sure when I was in that season of really focusing on YouTube, I grew 17,000 followers on YouTube in the space of like a few months. And that was what I needed at that time. That's what I had capacity and space for at that particular time. But as life changed, as my business changed, as the world changed, I navigated away from my YouTube channel. There were some other things that happened there, which I have talked about briefly across different platforms, but I navigated away from my YouTube channel and I focused on what was fitting into my current life, which was, like I said, just really focusing my time and attention on Instagram. I massively grew my account through Reels and I had a lot of fun over there. And now I'm in a season where I have a deep craving for longer conversations, a deep craving for in-depth creativity. I That means that I really want to focus a lot of my time and attention back into this podcast and into my YouTube channel. Instagram for, like, for me and I know for so many people is starting to feel very exhausting. I am so fucking sick of seeing the same thing over and over again. Every time I look on reels to try find a reel to create, I feel like I want to throw my phone into the depths of the ocean because it is so unbearably annoying. (laughs) Honestly, like it was fun for such a long time, but for me personally, and this is all sharing personal experience. I know I teach audience growth and I know I teach strategy, But for me, this is a personal opinion of where I'm at at this particular point in time. However, what I will say is when I have a personal opinion, I validate it through conversations with other people. And I know that lots of people are feeling the exact same way, exhausted by creating short form content and exhausted by consuming short form content. So I am now in a season where I'm focusing for like, let's say the next six months before I go off and travel. So I plan in about six months from now to go travel the world for a longer period of time. Um, And I don't know what that's going to look like in terms of content creation then. But for me for now, I really do want to focus my efforts back into longer form conversations. Another reason for this is because I had a real awakening moment when someone actually reached out to me and wanted to work with me one-on-one based on a 
podcast episode that I recorded last year. And it really started becoming clear to me the longevity of podcasts and YouTube videos. When I went to my YouTube platform, like my viewing YouTube platform, I looked at some of the videos that were being recommended to me and some of them were four years old, three years old, six months old, five years old, 10 years old, no, maybe not 10 years old, but they were from years ago. Like YouTube had curated my viewing experience, collecting videos from creators that hadn't even put that out in years. Like you just don't get that kind of longevity. You don't get that type of sustainability when it comes to these platforms like TikTok and Instagram Reels. And so for me, wanting to build a business that's going to support my travels, like I'm going to be spending a lot of time in Africa, which from my knowledge, from what I've been told, doesn't have the most reliable internet. And so a big goal of mine at the moment is to build out the passive side of my business more in depth, which I'm actually going to talk about in today's podcast episode. But to do so, having this wealth of content that has a lifespan beyond a week or beyond 24 hours is super important to me. And so I really do want to focus my efforts back into growing my YouTube channel. My YouTube channel has been exploding lately. Oh my gosh, it's so, so fun to create over there. And I really found my flow and my formula and a creative conversation that I think is really doing well for my channel. I also realized that we're back in a season of, as Nikki DeMar calls it crunchy content. You know, there was this particular period on time of YouTube where people had the high expectations of like really high quality productions with their videos. So there was a lot more pressure to have really funky editing. I'm talking about, you know, Jon Olsen's team overkill style content, but we actually are seeing a trend moving away from this really overproduced content and more back into the crunchy, parasocial, very uh, relationship-based creation style, which is my type of vlogging. You know, the vlogging where you just pick up your camera, sew a bunch of clips together, and it's more about the relationship and the conversation between you and your audience than it is about the high production of the video itself. And so I feel like we're coming into a season where I will really thrive on YouTube, as well as another thing that happened for me is that I had a conversation with someone about my insecurities. Well, in one of my recent podcast episodes, I had apologized for rambling and I had an influx of people, one conversation in particular that stood out to me, but I had an incom- I had an influx of people who said, please stop apologizing for the rambling. This is where your magic actually is. And so all this to say, you know, I don't just share what's going on with me without bringing a lesson for you, but all this to say, I am going to be focusing my efforts back into the podcast and back into my YouTube channel. And why I share this story particularly is A, to remind you that it's okay to go through seasons of content creation. It's okay to put focus into one platform for a while and then navigate that focus over to another platform for another while. It really is going to depend on what's going on in your life. It's really going to depend on what your business needs. If your business needs more depth, more sustainability, then focusing on long form sustainable content is obviously important. If you're really trying to make some quick cash or you're trying to focus on a launch or product development, then maybe putting your attention into something like TikTok and Reels might support you for that little period of time. I think you need a balance of both, whether that balance happens simultaneously or whether it happens in seasons like I have shared here. But I also wanted to share this story because one thing when it comes to content creation and building your audience is that it's so important to have self-awareness 
around your superpowers. I have done a lot of work on identity and integration. I've been really focusing on the study of psychocybernetics and how that contributes to our ability to be successful. And a part of this whole concept is taking ownership of who we are and who we want to be. We can we can rewire ourselves to become the version of ourselves that we want to be, like overcoming limiting beliefs and in in introducing to ourselves new ideas and concepts that will help us progress forward. But there also is a part of this that is is really accepting who you are at this particular point in time and trying to highlight those in the work that you do. Again, I had insecurities actually around my rambling. I was like, am I just incoherently sharing my thoughts? But it's in these moments, whether it be through the podcast, YouTube, or even Instagram lives, where when I allow myself to free flow and I trust myself to free flow, that it seems as though you get the most benefit from these kinds of conversations. And so taking ownership of that and embracing rather than judging it in myself has massively shifted my growth. Like I'm getting tens of thousands of views on my YouTube videos because I'm just allowing myself to free flow. And I actually never really looked at my podcast analytics, but I didn't realize how many downloads I was getting, particularly on those episodes where I had just free flowed my thoughts and my experiences. And I see why, because it really is that close in-depth look into my thought processes and my mind that you as an audience seem to really appreciate. So trusting myself a little bit more has been a huge eye-opening lesson for me as I build out a content strategy that is really ideal for my business and for where I am at right now. So anyway, the lesson is know yourself and just trust yourself basically, but also it's just a little update on the fact that these podcast episodes are coming back. So, so if you are really going through a period of time where you're trying to navigate the landscape of social media and content creation and audience growth, just letting you know that I'm here. I'm going to be having lots more conversations about what this looks like, but also I do just want to let you know that I have my free masterclass, which I did a month or so ago, and you can access it now. But this free masterclass is called Visible. It's all about becoming the brand that people are actually searching for. Really what it is, is helping you to understand yourself better and build a content strategy that is going to work for you to build massive visibility. I'm so sick of this drag and drop approach to helping people build their online platforms. Like everyone's an expert, but everyone only has like one strategy to share. And that's kind of pissing me off a little bit at the moment because it's what it's doing is leading a lot of people to judge themselves around content creation. So many people that come into my world are like, oh, but I learned from this expert that the only way to grow is XYZ. And that's just total bullshit. Look at social media. Just look at it. Just go online for like five minutes and you will see that there is a million and one different ways that you can actually grow, that you can build an audience, that you can build a brand. There is not one way to use a platform. There's not one way to use formats. And there is absolutely not one way to build relationships with your audience. And so I created this class. It's called Visible. It's become the brand that people are actually searching for to help you build an audience of true fans, to help you build a community that is going to lead to a successful business, but do it in a way that feels fun and authentic to you. So it goes through consumer psychology, it goes through marketing strategy, but it also goes through a lot of the personal development work that you need to do to step into the role of a leader because you taking ownership of your leadership, you having self-awareness for what is going to work for you is going to bring so much passion and electricity to the content you create that it's less important for you to have such a tight strategy 
and people are just going to resonate more with the words that you're sharing and the content that you're creating. So that is a free masterclass, like I said, and you can download it in the link below. But that's my little ramble. That's my little update. Let's get into the actual conversation that we were going to have today. But before we do, I want to have a little dance break because dancing's good for the body. It's scientifically proven that if you shake your ass once a day, you will be more creative, you will be more happy, and you will actually make more money. So let's take a small little break for you to go download that masterclass while we have a dance party, and then let's come back and talk about how I make money doing nothing. 24-7, all I do is procrastinate, procrastinate, my lesson. 24-7, all I do is procrastinate, procrastinate. the idea of making passive income in my business totally, totally overwhelmed me because I think there are a lot of people out there that want to confuse you on their marketing side of things because what it's going to lead to you feeling is overwhelmed and then it's going to lead to you feeling like you need help and then that's going to lead to you investing in their products and programs. You know, so many people will have you believe that the only way that you can make money without working or make money without putting like your time into let's say launching or working with one-on-one clients is if you have these intricate funnels is if you're using Facebook ads is if you're basically having all of these really complicated systems in the back end of your business and because so many people don't understand that then obviously the natural inclination is to go invest tens of thousands of dollars into a program that's going to teach you how to get a return on that investment and I totally totally fell into this trap like Although I've invested in programs that have been extremely helpful, like for such a long time, I thought the only way to truly make passive income was to have a really, really epic online course, a really, really awesome, well, not even awesome, but like a really, really complicated funnel, and then to be utilizing Facebook ads to be able to maximize the reach for this funnel. And like, that is just not the case. Like that is not how my business has reoccurring revenue. It's not how my business can make thousands of dollars while I am away from my computer, away from my phone. I literally took this entire weekend off and I frolicked with alpacas in flower fields, went to wineries. I actually played, not even played, but I did so many crosswords. I'm officially now a 90 year old person. So how do I actually do this? How do I go and spend the weekend doing crosswords like a 90 year old while my business is still making an income? I'm going to break down exactly what my business model looks like so you can get an understanding. Now, the first step, and I know you're going to be pissed off at me if you listen to a bunch of my content because I say the same thing every single time. But the reason why I say it is because it is the key to all of this. The first step is that you have to have an engaged audience. The reason why my business is able to make so many sales isn't because I'm using Facebook ads, isn't because I have an overly complicated funnel. It's because I have an audience who know, like, and trust me and buy from me when I do show up and sell. So having an audience, it doesn't mean that you need to have the biggest audience, but having an audience that get what you're talking about, that are quote unquote warm leads is the most important part of being able to 
introduce the second part of the strategy, which I'll talk about in just a second. But having people to consistently buy from you is the key to be able to make money while you're not working. Now, Having an engaged audience is obviously so important. Visibility to new audiences is also a big part of this. That's actually why I talked about content at the start of this and why I shared with you that I have my free masterclass, uh, the Visible Masterclass, because honestly, having visibility, like consistent visibility for your business, because here's the thing, there is like some people will follow you forever because they absolutely love you or for years and years and years, but there is a turnover of audience. So, you know, people are probably going to actively follow you for maybe nine to 12 months. That's like being generous. And so you can't just rely on like having the audience you have now and never growing it. You have to be replenishing the people who are falling off. So it doesn't mean that you always have to have this huge influx of visibility happening, but a healthy, steady rate of growth is so important for you to be able to make consistent new money in your business, which is ultimately the thing that replenishes the strategy that I'm going to talk about. So I just want to emphasize that having a consistently growing, you don't have to go viral, but having a consistent consistently growing audience of people who know, like, and trust you. And just to clarify, no is your attraction strategy. They've got to know you. Like is your you know, building relatability. It's your brand. It's like how people see you different from everybody else in their minds because of your value, your vision, your personality, and all these things. And trust is the way that you use your your copy, your language, the way that you communicate to your audience, the way that you teach, the way that you educate, the way that you inspire, the aspiration, the relatability, all of those things. So your copywriting, uh, your content strategy, even your sales is all to do with the trust. And you need to equally be focusing on all of these three things. So building building new awareness, building new attraction, building relationships, and then converting people, which is my ABC model. I teach it in pretty much all of my programs, but you equally need to be focusing on all of these things because having a warm audience is like the most important part of all of the strategy that I'm going to share with you today of how I make money without actually working. So you've got to have the audience there. The audience is key. The audience is foundation. Download the free masterclass if you want a step-by-step process of obviously walking through what it means to build an audience. But the second part of like how I make money, and honestly, this is like the key to it all, is residual income. This is how I make money without actually working. Residual income that has exponentially built up over time. When I started my business in 2017, I didn't have thirty to $50,000 of reoccurring revenue coming in my business. This is something that has built up over time. Residual income. So there's two different types of income that my money, my, my money, my business sees every single month. There's residual income and there's new income. New income is the money that comes from new sales. So every month, yes, I am making new sales. I'm making new sales by actively promoting something. So whether that be if I'm launching or if I'm just selling something, I every single month do make new sales in my business. And that is new enrollments into my courses and into my programs. However, if I were to take a month off my business, I would still be able to make a minimum at the moment of around thirty dollars to $40,000 without selling anything, without even showing up on social media. 
And that is because of residual income. And there is one way specifically that I make residual income, and it is from payment plans. Now, I know a lot of people are afraid of payment plans because they think, what if people don't pay for them? Well, it happens sometimes. I think over the course of my business, honestly, I've lost about $25,000 in unpaid payment plans. Now, we've got a much more strict process now with a collections agency and really, really tight policies around no refunds and no cancellations. But I mean, $25,000 in five years is nothing, by the way. That is absolutely nothing. But I looked at it the other day, but I have lost $25,000 in unpaid payment plans. And again, it's nothing. It's nothing for the amount of money. That's that's for, for millions of dollars. That's really not a high percentage. However, also with payment plans, we do, when people choose a payment plan, there is a fee incurred with that because obviously there's bank fees for every time the payment's processed, but also to cover the risk associated with the payment plan, there is an increase. Every company will have an increase in what, like other than government agencies maybe, Uh, but like most businesses, for-profit businesses will have an increase for payment options because of these reasons. But for me, this residual income is coming from these payment plans and that is how money is rolling into my business. Now, obviously payment plans only have a particular length of time. So I do payment plans anywhere from two to 12 months, depending on the program. I'm less inclined to do 12 month payment plans at this particular point in time. I am tightening it up a little bit. So maximum I'm really doing now is like six to nine months. But think about it like this. If I do a launch of Simply Business in July, 2021, and I have a 12 month payment plan, if let's say 50% of those people are paying me $300. So let's say I have 20 people paying me $300 every single month. That alone is $6,000 coming into my business every single month for 12 months. So that is one activity that I've done. So I've launched and run Simply Business. And for the next 12 months, I have like a guaranteed $6,000 coming in. Then let's say in September, I launch launch Influencer Vibes. And let's say I have 50 people on a payment plan paying me $200 a month. That's another $10,000. So if I have 50 people on a $200 a month payment plan, and then I have whatever I said before, however many people equaling to six, that's $6,000 and 10,000, that's $16,000 just from two physical activities that I've done, launching Simply Business, launching and running Simply Business and launching and running Influencer Vibes. But for the next, let's say 12 months, I have $16,000 coming into my business. And so it's the accumulation of these payment plans over time from launches that I have done in the past. This is why I kind of like extended payment plans, but there's got to be a balance between obviously having a payment plan that is like too long versus having a payment plan that's too short. But either way, like I like these extended payment plans because it's guaranteed income coming into my business for the next period of time. In January of this year, I actually took the entire month off pretty much selling or like creating anything or February this year, one of the earlier months, I think it was like, I think it was like halfway through January and into February. I basically didn't sell or create or really do anything. Um, and 
I still was able to make a large sum of money in my business just from the reoccurring payment plans from previous rounds of Simply Business and previous rounds of Influencer Vibes. And so it's the reoccurring revenue that comes into my business when I'm posting things like I have not been uh, showing up and, you know, selling or even actively on social media, but money is still coming in. The only reason why money is coming in is from previous payment plans. So currently in my business, like this This week that I'm recording this podcast, I have around $17,000 of payment plans that are going to come around that are going to come through from my one-on-one clients, as well as my most recent launch of Influencer Vibes. So I did shorter payment plans this time, so the figures are higher, but I calculated just before recording this podcast to give you some, some data for my one-on-one client payments and my influencer vibes payments that are going to come through this week, it's around $17,000 that I will be, you know, that will come through my business this week. Am I doing any more work? Not necessarily. Am I going to be hectically selling? Well, I'm going to be selling, but I'm not going to be selling that. I'm going to be selling my hype crew mastermind creator collective. But like that money is coming in whether I choose to work this week or not. Now, you might say, well, it's not technically completely passive. And you'd be correct in saying that because I'm still delivering these programs. I'm still working with my one-on-one clients. I am still working in influencer vibes. But here's the thing, where scalability comes from goes back to your audience. Let's break down influencer vibes. I launched influencer vibes in July of 2021. So it's just over a year that I've been running this program and I've run it three times. There is now almost 300 students in that program. And I have already created the course. The content is there. All of the marketing around the launches, so all the emails is already there. This time I built a funnel. So, you know, I was just talking about how I don't have any complicated funnels. Well, today I actually, not today, last night, I actually built a funnel for Influencer Vibes, which is the first time I've ever had a funnel around this particular program. I very rarely use funnels. I've got a little funnel that goes into my membership um, and I've had some like funnels in the past, but it's just not a big part of my business. Every so often I'll use them, but honestly, it's not where a lot of my growth comes from. Like a lot of my sales of Influencer Vibes comes from pieces of content that I've created in the past that I mention Influencer Vibes. So I did a live when I was in Europe recently and I got like a whole bunch of sales come through from that live. And still to this day, people go and watch that live and I've had purchases come through from people watching that live. So A lot of my sales come through from the longevity of my content. Recently, I had an experience where I'd created a YouTube video last year all about changing your life. And that video, I talked about my course, The Killer Confidence Course. And at the time, I got a bunch of sales from mentioning that course in that video. Recently, I created another video all about changing your life, which meant that the earlier video, the one that I created this time last year, actually ended up gaining a lot of traction because I they were two similar topics. So one was obviously recommending the other. So a video that I created a year ago, recently I started seeing a bunch of sales come through for a killer confidence course. And I was like, what the heck is going on here? Why are people buying? I haven't talked about this course in a year. I haven't even mentioned it, but it was the fact that this new video started popularizing the old video of which I had then, then I, that which I had sold this particular program. So people were buying it. So that is, yes, new money coming in, but a few of those were actually payment plans as well. So therefore, it's accumulating that residual income from the work that I did 
one year ago. But I have, yes, been creating a funnel around influencer vibes this time. But again, to get back to influencer vibes, right? So influencer vibes brings in a lot of money for my business. I have launched it three times. This is work that I'm doing. I've done the work of creating the course in the past. I have all the marketing content around this particular, so every time I launch, I've already got all the emails, like we refresh them a little bit. Next time I'll probably completely rewrite them, but I have used the same emails from launch, launch, the launch that my copywriter Steph had created. We've got the sales page. We've got everything. We've got the infrastructure, like everything's already there. So it's not a whole lot of work to launch this, this program. I made 20 sales in the week that I was in Bali from one masterclass that I had created and then using a lot of the content that we'd had in the past. So I have all of the infrastructure there, but every time I launch, as my audience grows, as my audience gets bigger, I'm able to attract more and more sales and therefore more and more residual income. So the bigger my audience grows, the more people that I can have come into these programs either through now I'm going to be testing the funnel, but previously it had just been through launches, but this has allowed me to grow that residual income. Similarly with Simply Business, like Simply Business is now finished. So I'm replacing it with my Chillpreneur Business Accelerator. But that program, you know, I started with 15 students and then went to like 21 and then went to like 27 and then went to like 31 and then went to like 35. And this round was actually the biggest round ever, which was 40 students enrolled. Whilst a lot of people did pay in full, which meant a lot of money the month I launched it, I have a lot of people also on payment plans. So that is bringing in income every single month for my business. And if I were, let's just say, to do Simply Business again, maybe next time I would get 50 students, which means that that would just be continuously growing that residual income. This is the way that I make money without actually working. So I'm doing all of these little pockets of things like little launches, selling little things here and there, but the money comes in through two, well, it really is through two ways, but kind of with the same concept. So the money without me having um, necessarily sold anything that continues to come that I can rely on is the residual income that comes into my business. And then the other way that I'm able to make sales, which I mentioned here, like passive sales, is from the programs that I have created that have been sold through content that has a lifespan. So like I said, I'm going to be focusing more on my YouTube channel and my podcast because the other experience that I had, which just showed me the validity of these platforms over, let's say, Instagram, was that video so think about what i just said that video from one year ago regained popularity because of a new video that i created so the previous video has like 300,000 views this new video has around 100,000 views i talked about the killer confidence course in that previous video and a year later without me doing any extra work the course is already there everything's already there i i, I haven't touched this course it's a great course by the way but i haven't touched it and that Video regaining popularity has meant that I got a whole handful of sales coming through for something that I didn't even pay attention to one year later. So every time you create a piece of content and sell, whether you're selling directly into the program or whether you're pushing people towards a funnel, and if that piece of content has a lifespan, over time, that is one way that you will be able to accumulate both new sales, passively, quote unquote, sort of passively new sales, and then also possibly even reoccurring revenue that comes from these payment plans. And then if you are consistently selling things and getting a percentage of those people that sign up for those things into payment plans, the accumulation of those payment plans over time, and this is why it's good to have a business model that has a few different products 
because you can cycle through the different products, accumulating people on payment plans each time that you cycle through each individual product. So don't be afraid to use a few like longer payment plans either um, because that obviously helps. Now, the, the final way that you can, which I didn't really touch upon in this masterclass because it is something that does require probably a larger audience, but obviously memberships are the other way to have consistent income coming into your business. I wouldn't necessarily call it passive or residual because I'm getting paid like what, $3,000 a month maybe for my membership. And it's more than that. I think it's like about 4,000, 5,000. I don't know. I don't know how much how much it is because we have so many free members in there because it's like such a, it's a gift that I give a lot of people in a lot of my programs. Um, but we have so many free members in there and whatever however much is coming through I I can go check that but however much is coming through I wouldn't necessarily call that passive because I still am doing the work like I create a new masterclass and do a new um Q&A session so like I would say that if let's say I'm making four thousand dollars like that's four thousand dollars for like probably four hours of work so it's still really good but I'm still doing the work you know uh it's the same with like one-on-one clients are yeah, I'm still like doing the work. I'm still showing up and having the calls. So even the payments that do come through for them, it's not scalable. You know what I mean? Like the membership is absolutely scalable because I wouldn't do any more work if I had 10,000 members in there. So that's scalable, but I'm still doing the work for that income coming in. I'm more so talking about like, I'm going to run them live rounds of influencer vibes anyway. Um, and the work, a lot of the work is already done. And so if next time we launch and we get a hundred members, I'm still going to do four calls and run the group, but I could have a hundred members in that. And then those people are going to be paying payment plans. Uh, a lot of those people are going to be paying payment plans. And so that is going to bring income plus hopefully through this new funnel. So when I say that I'm making money without working, really what I'm saying is that my business has built to the point where I have so much money coming in from payment plans in the past that I have the freedom and flexibility to either one month take it off entirely. Now, I could take two, three months off at this point in time. Like, as I said, I've got around 30 five to forty thousand dollars of reoccurring revenue. I, I say thirty-five to forty because it changes obviously every single month. Some payment plans and some new ones start. So it's never an exact figure. But around it's sitting around that. Now that would obviously slowly dwindle off if I didn't sell anything new. But I'd probably be safe at that that amount of money coming in if I took the next two to three months entirely off in my business and just relied on those payment plans. So honestly I could do that. I could just do one or two big launches and then take two to three months off after that. I wouldn't because I always want new sales coming through my business as well. But that is something that I could do because of the way that my business is structured. So how does this apply to you? Let's break it down. This is very simple. All you need to do is build an audience that is consistently being replenished, sell products to that audience, have payment plans on those programs. The more that you can sell, the more people that you can get in, the more payment plans that you can have accumulating over time, sell consistently, possibly have a variation of products that you can fluctuate between, that you can accumulate these payment plans over time. Then, so you wanna be focusing on bringing new sales in as well as getting that residual income from reoccurring revenue from payment plans. That is it. That's how I make money without actually working. Um, I hope this was helpful. Uh, If you have any questions, I know, again, I'm not going to apologize for it being rambly, but I realize that this is quite an in-depth topic that is going to be just, it's in-depth because it's going to apply to everyone's businesses differently, but I tried to be as general as I possibly could. But if you do have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. Maybe I'll do a follow-up live on this where you can do ask me questions and I can maybe give some scenarios or give some pointers. Maybe this is something that 
we can do as a masterclass in the membership. My membership is just $22 a month. So if you want to come join us there, definitely do so. But I hope this was helpful. So let me know your thoughts. Let me know your questions. I'm back, baby, I guess I should say. Um, I really want to do some just rambly episodes like this. I want the podcast to be more about me and the behind the scenes of my business, like what it actually means to run a chillpreneur-based business. Like I really want that to be the focus. I do want to continually have conversations with people as well who I also to consider to be chillpreneurs. So I've got a few people in mind. I also love to use this platform to promote people in my audience that are doing amazing things. So particularly my hype crew, Mastermind, I'm going to be interviewing a lot of those students soon as well. But yeah, I'm back. And then the YouTube channel is obviously more focused around the mindset, the lifestyle and all of that. So I love you. I hope this was helpful. Please let me know your thoughts. And yeah, I'll see you in the next one. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.